What's up, y'all? This is Tiny and Kelvin Smith. Running back DeAndre Torrey. Senior receiver Michael Lawrence. Senior guard DJ Draper. And you're listening to Bruni's Breakdown Podcast, your home for North Texas sports. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and with me, all the way in McKinney, is Colin Mitchell. I'm on lockdown, Bruni. Oh, we're on lockdown, too, over here in Denton. You get that $1,000 fine if, if, if you leave? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's going to be the, the, what was it, 180 days in jail. I think that's what that's what we're getting. Which, which would you rather have, one hundred eighty dollars or one hundred eighty days in jail, or a thousand dollars? Honestly, I don't know if I can pay the fine, so it might be both anyways. It might be jail anyway. <laughs> it might be both anyways. So, um, yeah, I can't can't really uh, can't leave. Maybe I thought about going on. Uh, I thought maybe um, maybe doing some exercise out there, maybe getting some sun out there, but my porch is about five feet by. I'm pretty sure you can still walk outside. No. I think it's just you can't drive places. I don't know. I I don't know because I'm just staying home. That's it. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. We'll just we'll wait this out, I guess. But yeah, there's there's nothing else really to do here. Um, I've already written my story for the day, and um, <laughs> a lot of good content up on Mean Green twenty four seven. If y'all haven't checked that out yet, uh, shameless plug because we still have daily content coming. Um, subscribe to our free newsletter as well, which I just promoted yesterday. There's an article about that on the homepage. Subscribe to Mingering 24-7 for a dollar for the first month uh, for a monthly subscription. And then the annual has been like cut by like a third. So check look, all that look out. At that. Look at that. A lot of VIP stuff coming out. But today, Colin, I, I texted you this morning and I had a pressing question. Very pressing and urgent. It was a question that I think... A lot of people either don't want to think about or haven't thought about. Either way, we need to talk about it because we have nothing else to talk about. And that's a good reason. So I am excited to bring this debate. Also, because I don't really know where it's going to go. So let's see. And um, I we invite people to uh, give us their thoughts. Give us yeah. y'all's opinions and uh, let us know if you disagree or agree with whatever we say. Who knows what we're going to say, though. So, Colin, the question I asked you, was Javion Hamlet's season this year better than any season in Mason Fine's career? You know, when you first asked me that question, I was taken aback a bit because I was like, the Mason Fine, like mm-hmm. the Mason, and then I thought about it. And I was like, is there a single game that kind of like makes Mason's career? You know what I mean? Like, is there that <laughs> one game that, that like Javion, you could argue, already has one in Western Kentucky. But Mason, the Louisiana Tech one too. Or the Louisiana or Tech one. But Mason, you think of the drive against UTSA, which wasn't mm-hmm. a good UTSA team. You think of the seven touchdown game. I forgot who that was UTEP. against, but it was okay, UTEP. And then you think of Thank Arkansas, which in hindsight wasn't a great team, not a good team, even by Conference Ar- USA standards. Yeah, Arkansas, you're saying. Yeah, who'd I say? Yeah, no, you said you said Arkansas, but yeah, I want to make sure yeah, you were yeah. talking so about yeah, that. So yeah, Arkansas at the time was great. I mean, we, we talked about how we couldn't believe that it happened. But then mm-hmm. when you look back, it's it's like that that would have been a bad Conference USA team. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was a, that was a struggling team uh, yeah. in that Arkansas. Yeah, you, there are great moments in Mason's career, but when you compare moments, I think... Javion might have the more uh, 
impactful moments in his career already. Like, and he's mm-hmm. obviously came here as a junior, so he only has two years at North Texas. But I mean, you brought it up multiple times when we discussed this, and also this is not a slight to either player. Obviously, these are two of the greatest players of the last decade of maybe ever at North Texas. I mean, you're talking about the best quarterback of all time and you're talking about one of the best guards of all time in North Texas. So this is not to disparage either one of them. This is simply to have a fun conversation here. But Javion Hamlet, which you brought up multiple times, already has a conference championship under his belt. And he might have had, I mean, obviously a shortened season, he might have had a tournament championship under his belt. And if that happened, then I don't even know if this is a discussion. Yeah. But yeah. He doesn't, and the season was cut short. And so all we have to talk about is the regular season conference title and the regular season, which is kind of unfair to him. And but also, you know, Mason had three attempts to get the to get that bowl win, to get that big win, and then he also had a conference uh, championship game opportunity, mm-hmm. and none of them panned out. And that's not, and the the reason I had a problem with it because. Comparing teams from basketball to football is obviously different. Like, right. there's no debating that. Like, you look at the the North Texas football teams of the past years, and you can point out a lot of flaws on that team, but Mason was not one of them. Right. And so we go back, we look at how bad um, the defense was in 2017. We look how bad um, – or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, 2017. And then in 2018, the offensive line – uh, struggled and they had no no run game. I mean, you just go down the list of stuff that was not good. And remember, 2018 when they had all those drasses. I mean, there there's just things that were out of Mason Fine's control. Whereas in basketball, we saw time after time, Grant McCaslin give Javion Hamlet the ball and say, "You are the offense right now. Go score." And he did that time after time after time. Um, and so that's the only problem I have with comparing team success in this debate especially especially when you think about how basketball you can have a player carry a team like Javion has had to whereas although the quarterback position is the most important position in football that's only one side of the ball I mean like you said there's still defense um but one of those you 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 feel like at some point for how great Mason is that he would have been able to kind of get this team over the hump Mm mm-hmm and they weren't even close, really. Yeah, so so I actually have all all of the stuff written down right here of of the things. So let's go let's go through Mason stats. So Mason stats twenty sixteen we were not counting. Um, yeah, we have year. to decide between his sophomore year and junior year, basically. I mean, his senior year was great too. Yeah, Man, but compared to those other two years. So just for stats, uh, in twenty seventeen, Mason had a sixty three percent completion rate for four thousand yards. 31 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. And then in 2018, he had a 64.6% completion percentage for 3,793 yards uh, for 27 touchdowns and five interceptions. Now, in both of those years, so the sophomore year, they were still a bad team, but Mason had to just do what he had to do. That's where the drive came from. Yeah, they pulled out close wins, like close a bunch wins, of yeah. Jeffrey Wilson senior year. Uh, yep. Yeah, the emergence of Jalen Guyton and guys like that. And yep. um, the defense was still struggling, but they pulled out like the, like 49, 46 wins over Army and et cetera. But, but the thing about that season is we look back on it and we go, okay, yeah, they went 9-4 or I guess 9-5 and five, if you count the bowl game. But mm-hmm. so they so they had a nine and four season regular season, 
But their losses, Southern Miss, or so, not Southern Miss, sorry, SMU, <laughs> Southern nice. Methodist is why I said that. Uh, yeah. So you have SMU loss, which was a, oops, which was a 54 to 32 loss, and they scored a bunch of garbage time touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And then you have the loss to Iowa, but that's Iowa. You have mm-hmm. a loss to the first Florida Atlantic part one, which was a 69 to 31 loss. Yes. And then you yes. said, okay, that couldn't get worse. They're going to come back in this. I mean, uh, Brady and I went to, uh, for those yeah. who know who Brady is, the DRC uh, writer. We went to the championship game, FAU part two, 41 17 just as bad and then we said okay maybe they can beat Troy and then Troy destroyed them 50 to 30 Mason got wrecked in that game and two of those touchdowns were late so the season kind of ended sour yes so then you had sorry no you're good go ahead Uh, so then you go to their junior his junior season you go okay this is the year this is the year that everything is going to go right they start the season out with a win against Southern uh, or SMU and then we learn that that SMU team's not good they lose uh, to La Tech on a field goal, although it was just a field goal. That was kind of one of the games where it kind of had a sour taste in your mouth. They did have that win against Arkansas, but again, Arkansas was awful as the year went on. And then they lost Old Dominion on the road, and then they got destroyed by Utah State, albeit Mason didn't really play because he got hurt. And they lost to UAB. Uh, oh, yeah, and one. they lost to UAB right on the fumble. Yes. That Mason had in like the yeah. one-yard line. So, yeah. and then we won't talk about his senior year because... That wasn't compared comparable to those two years. So when you when you when you look at those in context, yes, he had great stats, but there wasn't that moment where we all remember Mason. Right now, we all remember Mason by the drive, which was early in his career and when he was just kind of throwing the ball around because he had to. Whereas whenever we perceive the team to have a more complete team, we're sitting here like, I don't really remember any of that. I I understand the point. And you, you also brought up over over text that maybe this maybe we're talking in recency bias because Javion Hamlet is three weeks removed from or a month removed from winning the conference championship mm-hmm. and Mason's season Mason went four and eight last season and the team was not good and all this stuff but also I do want to mention that last year's Mason Fine senior Mason Fine I think is just was just as good as the other two seasons but Obviously, the team success hurt him, and the lack of a receiving corpse, I think, hurt him. Like having to rely on Deontay Simpson, a freshman, you know, Austin or whoever on the other, Jair Shorter on the other side. Those are good players, but you don't have the receivers that you need. I mean, to to be able guys on the other side. You look at Louisiana Tech, Hardy. I mean, you look at you go down the list of of elite receiver in the Conference USA, and North Texas had Jalen Darden, who was very good, but. They, it's a different it's a different type of debate in that in that sense. So I do think his senior, yeah, I think his season, senior season was was good, but um, I think it's more. I think the other two seasons definitely top him, and he was Conference USA Offensive Player of the Year in both of those seasons, sophomore and junior year. Uh, Javion Hamlet was obviously Conference USA Player of the Year um, in in this last season. Both of them um, lit up Conference USA time after time, but. You mentioned all of the all of the tough losses in 2018, especially right. 2018 was the year that they were going to do it. Start off 4-0. Louisiana Tech ends in a blocked field goal. ODU collapse. UAB collapse, um, and then Utah State loss. And I think that Mason's career is going to be remembered 
far more, and I think we've talked about this on a podcast, but it's going to be remembered for what they didn't quite accomplish. Right. With with him at quarterback. It won't be to disparage him as a quality quarterback because he's the greatest quarterback North Texas has ever seen. He's an excellent conference USA quarterback. He's an excellent group of five quarterback, and he's a very, very, very good quarterback in general, just talking across the country. But when they look back at this four-year stretch, it's going to be, damn, they didn't win a conference championship. They didn't win a bowl game, et cetera, et cetera. And I, and I would say rightfully so. I mean, I don't think it's something that you can just be like, yes. it's not. I, and I'm not saying it's Mason's fault that they didn't win one, but it's also not his fault. Or, But, it's, but it also is his fault, if that makes sense. Yes. No, I understand what you're saying. But I, I say all of this because I don't want, because if in this debate specifically, I feel like, I don't want to that to overshadow how good he was because I think that's really easy. I think it's really easy to for that to overshadow how good he was. Well, like I, I, we're I, sorry, we're talking about maybe, or we're talking about definitely a top twenty quarterback in the country yes. as a senior. Yes, like as as those last three years, twenty twenty five, top twenty five quarterback in the country, easy, yes. no debate. Javion Hamlet was really really good. I don't know if I mean obviously it's different. There's 353 teams in college basketball compared to 130 or whatever it is for college football as far as like top tier Division One goes. But Javion Hamlet, top 25 point guard. Like I I don't know. I'm just comparing positions here. I don't know. It's, no, I, I know what you mean. When you're talking in a national, like just how good they are at what they do as in their position, Mason Fine is right there. Like it's 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 tough, and that's why I don't even know if I have an answer to this question. I think I would lean towards Javion. So, so let's I am like this. What, what are we what are we comparing here? So we're, we're comparing com- who's the better. What was my initial question? So your, your question that's... was your question was. I'll go word for word off your text just so then we don't get yeah, anything okay. anything skewed up. Okay, I have it up too. So. Uh, Jeez, I don't. I lost your thing. Do you have the question up? Yeah, I have it. Yeah. Did J- Did Javion just have a better season than any season in Mason Fine's career? So right. So we're not talking about the individual player in terms of what they're capable of in a perfect scenario. We're mm-hmm. talking about what they accomplished in a for their team at for their school. You know, not not yeah. their careers overall. Yeah. In the way I yeah you're right. In the way I framed in. No, it it's who had the better season, and it's that's not contingent on how good of a player you are. Because you could argue again, you could argue senior year Mason Fine is better than sophomore year Mason Fine, but you know the numbers, the accolades, et cetera, et cetera, don't aren't the same. Right, exactly. So, so for comparing seasons, I think it's only fair to say yes, Javion's season is better than any one of Mason Fine's seasons. Now, which Mason Fine season do we think is the best? I would probably say his sophomore year. I, I'm going to say sophomore year too, despite the obvious 15 interceptions, only because the offense that year was so dominant. It was and insane. He was he was at the helm of that, and he was picking teams apart. Um, now it was his lowest yards per attempt uh, number. Actually, it was his lowest. Get this. Oh, adjusted passing yards per attempt oh there you go um 
Well, he averaged 7.9 yards per attempt. Okay, so actually these numbers are pretty similar. His senior year, he only averaged 7.5 yards per attempt, which again goes to not having Rico or Jalen Guyton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to say sophomore year too, 4,000 yards. I mean, his junior year was excellent, but remember that offense struggled a lot of times. Mason himself um, admitted. Yeah, he admitted he was timid at times, that they struggled to find consistency and... That's why they lost those games, but they were up double digits time after time. Yep. So yeah, I'm. A, I think the sophomore season is is the season. It's the the pinnacle, I guess, if you want to call it, of Mason's uh, career. Uh, but his junior and se- senior seasons were nothing to scoff at. I mean, we're talking about a twelve thousand five hundred yard passer with ninety three touchdowns and thirty four interceptions. I mean, you can't you can't um, you can't take away from that in any way, but. Yeah, Javion Hamlet's season is just incredible. And it's funny because we talk about Javion Hamlet's season. Okay, here's here's the other thing I'll say. And here's another reason why I think Mason Fine's argument is very interesting in comparison to Javion Hamlet's. Okay. So if we look at this sophomore season, we look at... Let me pull it up. Hold on. Okay. We look at they won the West Division in Conference USA. Yes. Right. So they they beat Army at home, huge win. Um they blew out UTEP Rice. They beat Louisiana Tech on the road, huge win. Beat Old Dominion on the road, or no, I'm sorry, at home by seven. Uh beat UTSA, uh, obviously the drive, huge win. Like there's there's a series of huge wins there. Also, they beat UAB at home, huge win as well to start off conference play that year. Those are big wins. And those come sprinkled across the board. Now, obviously, they lost to SMU, Iowa to start the season. Not good. But here's an argument to make. And I don't take the easy way out here, but JV on Hamlet's non-conference season was not that good. We've talked about this multiple times. JV on Hamlet struggled in the non-conference season for a lot of it to get adjusted, to find his footing, to really lead this team. It was Mo who drove that offense last or in the non-conference season. So you have four points against VCU, four points against Oklahoma Christian, eight points against Utah State, nine points against Rhode Island, two points against Little Rock. Like you have these games where it's just like, he's not really there. So while I do think that obviously the conference season is more important and he showed out in that and he won a conference championship, et cetera, et cetera. Could there be an argument to be made that, I mean, he didn't really play well for the first eight, or I don't even know how many games this is, 14 games of the season. So I'm gonna, I'm actually going to say that that actually goes in favor of Javion's season. All right. Because he was able to overcome all of that and then become the best player in Conference USA and then win a championship and lead his team to that and hit big shots. I, I see where you're going, but I'm not buying that. <laughs> but see, but, I, I'm not, but see, I understand, terms, but I'm not going to disregard the first 12 games of the season. Right, but but what do you remember about seasons, right? No, that, that, I agree that, that it's more important, but I'm saying that the first 12 games of the season matter. And also, not only do they matter, but if they would have beaten, you know, maybe two or three of these legitimate schools, they would have been a top 50 team in the country. Right, I understand that. Like, I think that there's... To say that these games, to say that him playing bad in these games helps his case of having a better was, season I'm, than I'm, not, I'm not saying him being bad in those games. I'm saying him overcoming being bad in those games. Yes, the, the storyline, the narrative to that is helps him. But I mean, the fact is that he was 
not efficient in these games. I mean, you go four of 10, four of 12, two of 12. I mean, you go down the list one of four, six of 12, four of six, uh, four of six is good, but um, I, I still think that this is a definitely, def- this definitely helps the argument for Mason Fine here. I mean, because you look at these games where obviously they lost to SMU and Iowa and, and such and such, um, but Mason Fine was the guy this entire season. There was no questioning that. Like, I think that that is definitely a feather in Mason Fine's cap that win or lose, this was Mason Fine's team all 14 games. Javion obviously had this team the last 18 games when it was when it mattered, but these non-conference games aren't nothing. And if they could have beaten VCU, if they could have beaten um, Eastern Michigan, if they could have beaten Rhode Island, Utah State, if they could have won those games, we're talking about a team that's viewed completely by the country and so i think that that's worth talking about i think it's worth discussing that hey mason fine was 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 the guy and javion hamlet was the guy but he was the guy for 70 percent of the season instead of 100 percent of the season so it's just another that's it's just something point. else to no, think that's a good about. point it is something else to think about um i think i think we can wrap this up with our Closing, I guess, closing statements. If you want to say it, um, this was this was more of a discussion. This was more of a discussion than an argument, which I like um, because I don't feel strongly either way. I don't feel strongly that Javion Hamlet was had by far the better season here, for sure. Um, but I do think Javion Hamlet had the better season than Mason Fine's sophomore year or his junior year or senior. Year. What puts it over the top for you? I think. I think it has to be the conference championship. I and also the fact that he was the best player in conference USA this this year. MVP. Right. Yeah. Mason Fine won offensive player of the year twice, which is basically the runner up for MVP. Devin Singletary and uh, Brent Stock still won the uh the two, I believe, in 2017-18. Yep. Um so yeah, I, I, I think that just and like I said before, the conference season just outweighs everything else in my opinion. And Javion was amazing 49 percent shooting 17 i'm sorry wait let me let me get the conference stats up 53 percent shooting 18 points per game i mean you can't 5.3 assists per game i mean he was the mvp of the season for a reason and uh i just think that this season i mean you kind of mentioned it to start off but this is the season people remember obviously next season when jv on and this team do really well again um which we all expect them to do because they return so much uh who knows maybe that will be the season but i mean we're talking about a two we're talking about a season where he's already etched in stone. Yeah. And that's, that's saying something. And that's not only because of his success, but that's also because of his team success. And that's what makes it a better season than anything Mason fine had, because Mason fine always had the individual success Mm -hmm. and he always had the fringe team success in 2017, 18. But like you said, to start off this, this podcast, he didn't have that breakthrough moment. And that's partially because of his team, obviously, but that's always going to be a hindrance on his um, his legacy, whether that's fair or not. So I think that that's just how it goes. If And uh, JV on Hamlet already has that breakthrough moment. I think that this season is the breakthrough moment. And uh, so I'm going to take JV on. For sure. Uh, I'm, I'm also going to take JV on for the same exact reasons you said. But I'm also going to add that not only did JV on, JV on, the basketball team did what, they could to the highest extent, right? So they won the conference championship. There's no higher than that, except for the tournament, like the NCAA tournament. Whereas Mason, you were just trying to get a bowl game to win. 
against whomever. It didn't have to be the best team. It could have been a bad team. As long as you had the bowl win, it was there, but they never were able to get there. And then the conference championship, they obviously um, got blown out in that. So I think not only does it help Javion that they reached the peak, right? There there wasn't just a game. It wasn't like La Tech was the highlight of the season where he hit the game winner. It was they beat WKU, and he led them to that, and that was the conference championship. So yeah, that that's, and- that's my closing argument there. No, for sure. And basketball, like I mean, like we said before, basketball is very different from football in terms of your ability to take over a game, which I think obviously favor JV on here. But um, both great players, both are just terrific. Are going down in North Texas history. Mason Fine, obviously. Uh, we'll see how his whole draft process shakes out. Um, JV on still has another year. We'll see when he come back next year with a fantastic North Texas basketball team. All right, Colin. Uh, um, I, I tried thinking about a second second argument. I have, a second, have. I have a second thing actually. Does it pertain to coaches? It doesn't. But oh, okay. I'm listening. I, if you want to, I had a, I had a coaches one. No, I think we could save this for another one. But uh, I I thought no. I was, save, I was just thinking save it, just save it. it. Just save it. Okay. Okay. All okay, right. Okay, but cool. I'll say mine because it pertains to both of them still. Okay. After it's all said and done, do you think Javion has a chance to surpass Mason in terms of in terms of not only individual accolades? but impact to a sports program? And I, that that's a loaded question because obviously football is king in, North, in, in Texas. But you, do you know what I mean? Like, so he's do obviously, I think Javion could... For, for those informed, do you think that Javion could surpass Mason in terms of being the best, I guess, The athlete? best athlete of the there 20, of, 20 of, the, of the century? <laughs> Yeah, of this century because there's only the best North Texas athlete of this century. Yeah, uh, like, do you think it's even reachable? Honestly, long pause. Yeah, yeah. What would it take if he wins Player of the Year again next year, and they win the conference again next year, and he puts up eighteen a game and six a game? And he's the best player on the team, which he would be to win the MVP, obviously. Yeah, I I, I might take Javion's career over Mason's, and and that would be yeah. just him winning MVP and then winning a conference would would do it yeah. for you. Yeah, I think I'd have to go a step further and say they'd have to win a game in the dance. But we're only comparing him to his career to Mason's career at that point. What What do you mean? Like, what did, I I'm saying if if they if he completes both of those next year. I think his career will be well, as far as greatness goes. Okay. Yeah. So my my thinking behind it is... Now, that, you're asking impact, which I think would require a, a a win in the NCAA tournament. I'm just talking about pure greatness and pure... Right, and I, I would even say this for greatness, though. If you did the conference... If you just said what you said, got MVP, won conference championship, I would say that if you're just repeating what you did the year before... There, like, there has to be another jump if you're gonna say he's mm. a better athlete in terms of. I mean, he could win the tournament, conference tournament, I guess. Right, but, he could win the conference tournament, but. But what? Sorry. No, no, I, I just, I disagree. I, I disagree with that part, Bill, because if if a player wins the MVP twice in a row, it's not looked at as though he didn't supersede his past one. It's more just he continued to be great in that aspect. And Mason never won an MVP, and his team didn't win a bowl game and, and et cetera, et cetera. So if Javion wins a conference twice and MVP twice, 
I mean, I I don't I don't I don't think he has to to superseding. Yeah, that's so, interesting. I think yeah, superseding would just be a that would be on another level, I guess. Oh yeah, I I don't know if I'm ready for that level. <laughs> <laughs> that that, that Javion might be uh that might be not be in my brain capacity. <laughs> that that would be something. But um but yeah no I and that's this is obviously hypothetical at this point. But Javion has a chance to do something special in North Texas that we may not have seen well no basketball player has yeah so so uncharted we will see very much uncharted territory um i think we're gonna end it there uh we'll maybe save some debate topics for the future maybe uh this was like i said this was more of a discussion i enjoyed this more so so but send us any uh i guess questions or debate topics you have for us and we will get on here and do them in this short what is this 20 30 minute 30 minute segment uh, 30 minutes so we enjoy doing this stuff again we are obviously not together so um sorry if there's any audio difference between the the usual ones but blame colin not me wow and uh yeah so thank you for joining us subscribe to mingering 24 7 leave us a five-star rating and review on apple podcasts colin you have a good day today you do too i'll be home yeah i i will too <laughs> <laughs> i'll talk to you later man see y'all <laughs>